I want to try something new. I've never done with any podcast before. So here we go. Theme song in three, two, one. This week on Late Night Lately, the very first episode, Chad tries to do his best to start the show, other stuff, and what will happen over the course of this podcast. Now, here's Late Night Lately, your host, Chad White. I finished before the song finished. <laughs> we'll keep it in, it's fine. Welcome, welcome, welcome to uh, Late Night Lately, the uh, third podcast from the C Plus Comedy Empire, podcasting empire. Uh, this is the late night, the, the spinoff of the Constitutionals podcast where I cover the late night landscape. I love late night so much. I said, I might as well make a show about it. The show is called late night, lately tagline, the late, late night show show. <laughs> I couldn't, there were three days floating around and I was like, this one's even funnier. <laughs> so I chose that. Typically how this show will start out is, uh, I would, Intro the show, sort of the the way I did it, and uh, but better, I made that song in like less than five minutes. If you want to know, the the door to my balcony is open, and Nova is out there, uh, sleeping away. Also, with this show, I just want to so I want to cover what I want to do is I want to cover late night. What happened the best of late night that week? Uh, stories. You know, not like news stories, but like stories coming from the world of late night, you know, uh, and, and not just ratings or anything, but things along the line of I just want to uh, make late night a little bit more accessible. I think late night's a, a very good medium. And unfortunately, the rising tide of the Internet and the drop in uh, watching of broadcast has made it less necessary. But I still think that there is a way for it to exist. Um Yes. Usually this show would start out with a monologue of some jokes. Uh, I did not have any monologue this week. Let's just get to the stories that I wrote down a couple of weeks ago. Um, well, actually, no. Let's start with our first segment. This Week in Late Night, which was the original title of the show, if you can believe it or not. This Week in Late Night is just going to be the things that happened this week. What what was good? Who had the Who had good monologues? Good jokes. I talk about what's the worst, not the best and the worst. Just like, eh, what was good? All right, let's start with my boy over there at uh, Late Night with Seth Myers. Seth. Seth is uh, is my is my leading uh, person I watch right now. Jesus Christ, Penn Bagley looks horrible. <laughs> Got his beard. <laughs> he looks like he killed somebody. <laughs> he was on Late Night with Seth Myers last night. Of course, Seth had his things like Closer Look and, and, and typical uh, segments like Amber Says What. But he also had guests this week like Taylor Schilling and Eddie Izzard and da 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 da. I feel like I'm missing. This just says like three days ago were episodes. Today's Thursday, I guess. I don't know. Uh, Fred Armisen was back. Reese Witherspoon, Paula Pell, Michael Solomon, Judd Hirsch. I'm not going to go over everybody. Justin Smith. Seth is definitely one of my favorites, and uh, I love watching his monologue. It, it feels like a mini version of um, the show he used to do, Weekend Update, on the, uh, the segment he used to do on uh, SNL. Seth is one of the few people to still have, uh, like, cooks on, <laughs> and sometimes comedians, he sometimes has comedians, uh, doing stand-up. But that's that's more, that used to be a thing of The Tonight Show, where you have, you have a stand-up do 
they're set, and then they come over and say hi to John, or you know, John's like, yeah, hey, come over. Sometimes it happens, sometimes it didn't. This week's uh, closer looks were fantastic. They were very funny, as always. Uh, I have a playlist called uh, uh, Late Night Bests. And it is usually where I put everything that I love the most. Let me see if I can find it. Oh, Talk Show Best, excuse me, because there were too many talk shows that were not even Late Night that I added to the list. All right, Talk Show Best. I upload. Uh, let's see. Let's see what I added this week. Uh, okay, nothing from this. Okay, perfect, awesome, wonderful. Oh, uh, let's see. Oh, you know, what? I'm gonna go with uh, uh, my my leading thing for for late night was for late night with Seth Meyers was Amber says what she covered the Grammys, she covered uh, Beyonce's tour, she uh, she did. Uh, f- uh, African uh, American studies and had a great runner in there. That was definitely a highlight. Uh, oh, and you know what? Also, I want to cover the Daily Show. They've they've been doing uh, guest hosts up until um, they find permanent replacements for Trevor Noah, which we'll get to in a second. Uh, and I it, this week was Chelsea Handler. Two weeks ago, it was Leslie. Excuse me, Leslie Jones. Uh, and then after that, Wanda Sykes. And then after that, D.L. Hughley. One of those people, it seems like they have not been in front of a camera for a very long time. It was D.L. Hughley. He he seemed to be a little bit, uh, reading reading the prompter was a little bit tough for him, especially in that first show. Uh, but he, I think he held up pretty admirably well. Wanda was definitely uh, a very good to see in that seat. Um, and, and you know the thing about and Le- and Leslie was fantastic. I just like it's it's amazing that she can, she's she's such a funny person. And, like even when she messes up, it's just it's just funny. Oh, and Chelsea's just just brilliant. Like oh my gosh, she's she's built for late night. It's it's crazy. I'm sorry, I, I hit the desk. Uh, it's crazy how somebody can just be a host. Now now like to, in today's world, she is like the a, a quintessential host, like a version of a host. Like if. If the people who host late night shows right now on broadcast are hosts, she is the host. It's 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 great, and I would love to see her return in some form to Chelsea lately or whatever. Uh, Chelsea on Netflix because uh, I liked both of those shows. I didn't watch them all the time. In fact, I think I only saw like one episode, one or two episodes of Chelsea episodes of Chelsea. But it's still she's still so good at hosting, and it's she did not miss a beat. Um, uh, but yeah, it's. Uh, I don't think any of these people that are guest hosting are trying out for the show. It's. It, I, I think it's just an, a, a completely different beast. Okay, let's move on. I don't want to dwell too long on these. Let's go to Jimmy Kimmel. I like Kimmel a lot. I uh, did not watch a lot of Kimmel this week, and uh, mostly because uh, I believe he's off. <laughs> so that's good. That is a reason why I did not watch him. Kimmel's great, though. I miss him. Uh, very funny guy. And uh, the, the, he's, I, you know, I, I think, and this is, and this, and I'll, this will segue into to, uh, to Stephen Colbert. I think that the prepared tapes that they have, like the commercials, the fake commercials they do, aren't very good and they're not very funny. And. <laughs> Uh, I just uh, I just don't like him that much. Uh, so, but otherwise, other than that, his monologue is so is so great. It's kind of as it's as it's as if he's not even reading 
most of the time. Um, uh, Colbert was off as well. Uh, I am getting so many notifications from uh, the New uh, not New York Times, NPR, and it's frustrating to just read it their app. And it is um, not good. <laughs> Colbert is great. Uh, he's been off all week. I, I do have my own. There are, there are things about his show that kind of bother me, but we'll, we'll talk about that when he, when he gets back. Uh, and then uh, let's see who's, who else. Who else? Uh, Kev, uh, what's his name? Fallon. Fallon. I'm looking at him right now. Fallon is on this week. Had people like uh, Queen Latifah, M. Night Shyamalan, Ashton Kutcher, uh, who kind of <laughs> – Ashton Kutcher like kind of kind of was like, Danny Masterson, should, like he should be exonerated. <laughs> like, no. <laughs> no, dude. <laughs> Come on. Anyways, there's uh, – one thing I want to mention was that the Roots were gone for the uh, Grammys last Friday, and Paul Schaefer were uh, – Kimmel – not Kimmel. Fallon brought in Paul Schaefer's uh, uh, band, uh, and Paul Schaefer as well, uh, the most dangerous band, to, to take their place for that night, and it was fantastic. Um, uh, I do have my own issues with uh, Fallon, but I think he's very funny. He, he has a lot of energy, and he's 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 a great guy, if not misguided, on uh, some of these interviews that he does. Uh, I do enjoy the games he plays. They're, I mean, they're not my bag, and I don't watch all of them, but <laughs> I do like it. And the best thing that came from him this week were uh, probably uh, uh, the day after the the Grammys, where he he just talked to Questlove about, you know, what the things that they did at the Grammys. Fantastic. And then we have the Late Late Show with James Corden, uh, which is, you know, James, he did his best for the past couple of years, uh, and he's, he's sunsetting it on his own. Um, he had Janiah Twain on, I think. It feels like I'm missing several videos, because a lot of these say, like, seven or eight days ago, but then, and then, and then there's, like, four days ago, and... Anyway, whatever. Uh, Jay Ellis, Kirby Howell Baptiste, um, and uh, nothing really stood out in this. And, you know, man, nothing really has to. He's going to go until April, and, and that's the end of that. Then Graham Norton returns this week. Uh, last week tonight is off the air, and I don't watch Bill Maher. So there you go. Oh, and Amber Ruffin's show is uh, on some type of seven-month hiatus. Like, they only do episodes, like, every three months or so. All right, that's that. That's what's happening. So let's get into some stories that I've collected. This comes from The Hollywood Reporter written by Leslie Goldberg. The Daily Show is going to continue without Trevor Noah. That we that much we know. He said uh, that that they, he is um, he was leaving the show. Uh, and then people like it was announced that this comes from Deadline. Peter White. The Daily Show is going to bring in Chelsea Handler, Cal Penn, Al Franken, Sarah Silverman, Leslie Jones, and some other people to host. Uh, the question is, can The Daily Show, uh, as posed by Daniel Dario from Variety, uh, can the show survive? Trevor Trevor brought that show into twenty. And into the new world, into the into the twenty first century. Whereas I kind of think that uh, John, Ol- not John Oliver, Jesus, um, John Stewart, who hired Trevor Noah, uh, kind kind of kept it in the past, uh, mostly because he is he like Trevor. Trevor is you know 
uh, even though being from Africa, he's like the new America, where he's a he's a young, handsome, brown guy who can deliver the news promptly. And, and uh, even though he did like kind of <laughs> defend Joe Rogan for a day, uh, the, I think the clue the 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 clue is not to make bold statements as a host. <laughs> They'll be like, he's not that bad, and then like that same day. Uh, who was an NDRE was like he's horrible and then Trevor was like okay well he's bad and then along the same time uh, uh, Corden so Corden announced that he was leaving and then Trevor announced that he was leaving Paramount Global is going to have to do a, a giant shift. This comes from a Variety written by Brian Steinberg. Uh, when it comes to these two exits, they're going to have one host left uh, in, the, in these major names. I mean, obviously, they, they have other shows um, uh, on their Paramount networks that, that are, I guess are technically late-night established shows, but I, I'm not going to count those. I'm not, I'm not going to watch those. Uh, Paramount Global has has to find some way, or just Paramount. Paramount has to find some way uh, to to cover uh, 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 all this, all these people leaving, leaving. Sorry, just got a text today. It's very important. I had to look at it. Lacey Rose and Leslie Goldberg also write for the Hollywood Reporter. Uh, Comedy Central is going to find itself in a crisis mode, and right now we're kind of seeing a shift for Comedy Central. Everything is going to be uh, animation. They moved uh, Beavis and Butthead over to Comedy Central. Uh, South Park is back, but only like in increments. I think they only do like nine or ten episodes. Uh, <laughs> sorry, just saw, just saw a text. It was a very funny text. Uh, I'll tell you later. <laughs> no, I can't. Anyway, what? So what happens for for Comedy Central? They could never. They were never. <clears throat> excuse me. Ever ever able to find a show to replace. Uh, or to follow The Daily Show, which is something they need, so they expanded The Daily Show out to 40 minutes, some episodes. Sometimes it's 28, some, but it runs for like 45 minutes. Uh, and sometimes it's just like a regular 22-minute episode, 22 minute episode, sometimes it's 40-minute episodes. Um, what's what's going to happen uh, uh, for, for, this, uh, for, this, for, for Comedy Central? Whose demographic is 18 to 49, apparently. One idea for The Daily Show was that two hosts would take over, duos or trios or what have you. Desi Lydic and Roy Wood Jr. are uh, in the run, are rumored to be in the running. Rumored to be in the running. I think that would definitely work. Uh, Sam B is off the air of TBS, and I mean, is, is like that show's canceled. And uh, I think that she'd be a great. I mean, obviously, she was she was a correspondent on the show, but it'd be it'd be fun to see her come back. Um, but I don't think that's a possibility at this point because now we see. Hold on, not to get to this. I like I have so many stories I have to get to. Uh, is there a future for late night talk shows? This comes from John Coblin and Benjamin Mullen over at New York Times. Can these shows of yesteryear, because they're still, I mean, as much as they have embraced doing internet stuff, these shows are still living in the past because they're from the past. They still, they especially the broadcast shows, with the exception of Corden, they they found they had they 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 keep that same kind of notion of. Uh, 
intro, monologue, segment, guest, uh, depending on the show, segment, second guest, depending on the show, musical act or comedy, stand-up. And not even a lot of them do stand-up anymore. I would be like, I'm surprised when there's a stand-up on Colbert. I'm surprised when there's a stand-up on Kimmel. On Fallon, they do it like regularly, regularly enough that it's it's kind of not surprising. Conan Conan was the only one that did it consistently. <laughs> I and I miss I miss that. I miss like stand up is a huge part of this. It's great to see Mona Skin play. I wanna be a bing bing wanna be a bing bing. <laughs> but how? But but why should this continue to be? And that's why that's why I mentioned Corden. Because Corden is, he brought the uh, and, and, and uh, a British a British and English side to it uh, as a panel. How many times do you see uh, in 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 American uh, talk shows? And I'm not talking about uh, the View. I'm not talking about um, uh, uh, I don't know a Bravo late night show where they have uh, or uh, what's watch what's happening live when they have like the um, the Real Housewives re- recaps. A reunion shows or or the Bachelor reunion shows. I'm talking like he he same thing that Graham Norton did or does rather is they bring out panels, like a, just a, a group of the celebrities and they're all talking and hanging out. And it does seem kind of haphazard, especially to the American eye. But if you watch Graham Norton regularly, then you can uh, and and you know to some extent, Corden, you can see what Corden is trying to do. Uh, by engaging all those people at once. Because it, it just makes for a faster show, if not frenetic, but a faster show. And also what's noted in this uh, article on the Times from Coblin and uh, Mullen is that Late Night has struggled, outside of broadcasting and outside of the internet, Late Night has struggled uh, in terms of streaming. Hulu canceled the Sarah Silverman show, which didn't make sense. I think Sarah Silverman show could have gone on. It could still be on today. It's... I love you, America. It's a, it's a, it's a, it was a funny show, uh, and uh, Netflix just never understood what it, what it took to, to do a late night show. They gave, I think, three people who, uh, four, four people, right? Yeah, Chelsea. Uh, I, you know what? I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna consider Joel McHale's show a late night show, but it is a talk show. So Chelsea, Joel McHale, Michelle Williams, and Hassan Minaj. They gave four people four decent shows um it, it just it, and they never understood that these are going to have these are late night shows so they so they either be they're either once a week or four times a week and and it's not going to have the same kind of uh f- feedback as uh or response or the same kind of viewership numbers as a Stranger Things. You're not going to have uh, 15 million people watch one episode and then 11 million people watch the second episode. That's not going to happen for a late night show. So they they should have gone in with low expectations. That, that I mean, they I'm sure they made those shows for cheap. So why why would it make sense to not continue on with those programs? We should still see. Michelle Williams, Michelle Wolf, not Michelle Williams. We should still see Michelle Wolf show on. I really, I like that one out of all the bunch, the entire bunch. I liked Hassan's a lot. Uh, I do think that it relied a lot 
on that audience and clapping at every line he said. Oh, my God. But his was the most slick. It definitely was the most beautiful. That, that video screen was uh, fantastic. Also, revenues fallen for late night shows. The first six months of 2021, according to uh, Coblin and uh, Mullen, the, fur, uh, the four late night shows on network television took in a total of $301 million in advertising revenue, according to Kantar. Through the first six months of uh, 2022, that figure fell to 16% at $253.6 million. Seth Meyers' show generated $24.6 million in advertising revenue through the first six months of 2021, compared with the $19 million in the first six months of 2022. Yeah, ratings have slipped from Carson's day, but it's different. And then you see another show. I didn't. I did not want to talk about. It. But another show, Greg Gutfeld's show on Fox News. This comes from Deadline, written by Peter White. He did a little uh, interview with uh, Greg Gutfeld that I did read. <laughs> that uh, I do not agree with this man. <laughs> I do not like this man. And I've seen a clip. Of, I've seen clip. I've I've seen clips of the show. I've I've seen specifically. I tried twice to uh, go on incognito mode on YouTube and look up the show. And what's unfortunate about Gutfeld's show over there, or is it Gutfield or Gutfeld? Gutfeld. Gutfeld's show over on uh, uh, Fox News is that his viewership numbers have skyrocketed. <laughs> they're, they're so high. Like, racist love unfunny comedy. <laughs> And Marvel movies. <laughs> and Disney movies. <laughs> you heard me. Between the beginning of August and the first week of October, Gutfeld brought in an average of 2.15 million viewers using the Live Plus Same Day metric, according to Nielsen Media Research. And I'll tell you, I'll tell you what, when it comes to uh, Colbert and Fallon, though those two shows are lucky if they get a million. <laughs> They're fighting for scraps. <laughs> you know what I do? There is, uh, there is one thing that I that in this interview that stood out to me is that uh, Gutfeld said uh, audiences don't like to be lectured to, and that is that is something I can attribute to one show last week tonight. Last week tonight, uh, there are. I was like, I think every episode, John Oliver does, does lecture and it does, and it does get beside the point a lot. But other than that, I really, uh, uh, I don't like Gutfeld <laughs> and it grosses me out that I even have that in my URL. <laughs> okay. Now we're seeing machinations of what might happen or what is not might, what is going to happen when it comes to the future of late night, at least for CBS, because according to Peter White and Nellie Andreva at Deadline, the Late Late Show with James Corden is going to be replaced with an At Midnight reboot, executive produced by Stephen Colbert, which is a stupid idea. If you recall, At Midnight was a late night uh, was the show that followed The Daily Show for a couple of years 
uh, over there on Comedy Central, hosted by Chris Hardwick. It had a panel of comedians uh, basically responding with one-sentence quips to uh, things that happen on the internet of the day. It was very fast-paced, and uh, I enjoyed it. I didn't watch every episode. I tried to when it first came on, but it was four times a week, and that's just tough to do. But it was great because you'd have like the cast of uh, Parks and Rec. You'd have three stand-ups that you really like. You have three improv people you really like. And it, it gave a lot of people jobs. It gave people notoriety. People... Because this was 2013 to 2017. This was like the height of Twitter. This was, you know, uh, uh, YouTube before it became super trashy. This was internet on TV. It was internet on TV. It's so stupid. But they had 600 episodes. And now it's probably, most likely, more than likely, taking over the Late Late Show time slot at 1230. I don't, you know, I just don't, I don't agree with this. Uh, I, I I enjoyed the show the first time. I think it should kind of stay on, it would not kind of, it should definitely stay on uh, 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 Comedy Central because it uh, it doesn't make sense for a show that thrives on risky jokes, risque jokes, Uh for it to 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 live on uh on broadcast TV. And the thing is, it was it was written a lot all the jokes were written uh with the exception of like some off the cuff stuff. Uh and it, it you know, there's going to be such I think Paramount as as much leeway as they give the late late show with James Corden cuz some of the things that happen on there are just like why is this here? Uh, they're going to be kind of, I feel like they're going to be kind of handholding with at midnight. And the thing about at midnight is it didn't thrive on a listers. It was all B and C list comedians. <laughs> that's it. Like that's who it was. You know, it was, it was Ron Funches. It was, uh, uh, uh Jonah Ray. It was, it was Matt Myra. It was people who, you know, I'll name a woman. Uh, let's see. I'll name one. Um, uh, 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 Joe Firestone, Lauren Lapkus. It would, I mean, that's how it, that's how it became so popular is because, you know, you had all these comedy nerds just tuning in and, and wanting to continue the show. I liked it a lot. I, I, I think, and I think Hardwick, uh, was the reason why that show was so good. Cause he just has that frenetic energy to keep things going. CBS president and CEO George Cheeks is uh, probably the reason why this is happening. CBS also aimed to trim the cost of uh, the 12.30 a.m. hour from just north of $60 million a year it takes to make the late, late show to roughly $35 million a year range. And what does Stephen Colbert know about <laughs> this show anyway? I'm sure, I'm sure this is what I'm, I'm, I'm like, I, I guarantee this is exactly what happened. Um, uh, George Cheeks and a bunch of, you know, higher ups execs were like, let's make a, let's make a, let's, let, what are we going to do to bring in more people for late, late night, uh, late, late show. And um, they said, uh, they were like, well, we could, 
we could mine the resources because you bring in a new show it's going to cost an unknown amount of money but if you mine the resources from the back end what do you have in what do you have in your catalog boom at midnight people love that and that'll be a good way to have uh internet people tuning in the late late show will be missed it uh or and 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 if if this does happen um then that would be a shame. But, you know, Craig Ferguson was definitely my favorite host for uh, Late Late Show, uh, despite the fact I've never, I never seen Tom Snyder or Craig Kilborn host the show. I, I don't think I've even seen clips of Craig Kilborn host Late Late Show. But I do have a theory. If they do, how long has it been going on? If they do, <laughs> if, if they do do this at midnight thing, I think it'll be a lot of internet first stuff, so they don't they won't worry about uh, a viewership on broadcast, and they'll shift Colbert by a couple of minutes, so it airs at yeah it airs at eleven thirty already, so that'll be fine. Uh, the 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 reason why I'm thinking this is is that it, it'll be like internet focused mostly. Is because uh, the NBC NBC has been trying to it has been playing with the idea of giving back the ten o'clock hour to um, local affiliates. So my under my my reasoning would be if they give if that if that does happen, and and then also there was a rumor that I read that I don't think is true, but if it is, more power to him. Uh, that Seth Meyers would take over for Lorne Michaels when he leaves SNL. At season fifty, which is in two years, I think, or next uh, year after next, um, I looked at the clock as if that would tell me the truth. So if Seth leaves uh, late show, late night, they move uh, uh, Fallon up to like eleven fifteen, you know, something like that, and they don't they don't worry about having a successor for late night. CBS. Or eleven eleven forty five. I don't know. I don't. I don't care. Or eleven thirty five. That's typically what they would do. Because I think, yeah. Because Colbert starts at eleven thirty five and Fallon starts at eleven thirty. Something like that. I don't know. So Fallon would shift and just be the only late night person on NBC. Uh, Camel will, you know, live out the rest of his five year contract, uh, or however, have any more uh, uh, years is on his contract, uh, and Colbert becomes the only person on uh, late night for CBS. And then we're down two shows. I don't know. That's just a guess. Okay. Well, that's the, uh, uh, Jesus, what is the show called? <laughs> that is late night lately. The late, late night show, show podcast, the late, late night show, show, not podcast. I hope you enjoyed it. There will be hopefully a theme song next week. And yeah, that's it. Okay, we got it. We got it. That was the episode. <laughs> okay, <laughs> that's the end. How do I? Oh, if you like, if you want to see a video version of the show, go to youtube.com slash C plus comedy where you can also see our other two podcasts. The first is the leading podcast, The Constitutionals, where I talk about everything that's happening in the entertainment business news world. I also host a another podcast called LinkedIn Logs, where I try to get a job, and that is the and I try to be a LinkedIn influencer. 
Uh, we also have our weekly news show, News Time, which is like the daily show except bad. And uh, so, uh, rate, review, subscribe to all of these shows on your uh, wherever you get podcasts on, and you watch them on YouTube.com slash Comedy. Follow us on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and TikTok at Comedy. Follow me on those, not TikTok, at Chad Black White. Uh, tell your friends about it. And this has been fun. We're going to go out to the same song and hopefully we'll never have to hear it again. Mm-hmm.